Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by my playing partner, Mr. Andrew Hansen. Andrew, how are you on this wonderful Wednesday? Are you ready for some golf? Oh, can't wait. Yep, it's springtime. We're, we're in Florida here, back to an individual event after a dramatic finish at the Zurich last weekend, and the winners are taking the week off, Leishman and Smith, but the runner-up mm-hmm. guys, Oosthuizen and Schwartzel, are in this field, and man, that was a tough finish for, for Louis Oosthuizen, hitting that one in the drink in the playoffs, yeah. um, but but they're out here looking to back it up with another high finish. Yeah, it was fun, actually, to watch. I, I mean, I like I had mentioned last on last week's pod, I, I love that alternate shot stuff. I just think it's, it's really cool to see how they play that out, but those guys are so darn good, man. All you know, it's amazing, and and to see Louis, you know, choke there was was stunning for the veteran, you know. But it, that's golf. That is, and that's pressure. That's the playoff a guy who usually does not make mistakes like that. He's so solid. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it made it for a really dramatic finish. Yeah, no doubt. He wasn't hitting the ball as well as I did uh, on my birthday out there at Top Golf. Oh yeah, he should have. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a couple lessons, huh? He needs, a, yeah, he needs to come and check that out. I was not in the water at all there because there was no water, but <laughs> exactly. that's okay. <laughs> but anyway, this so this is the the Valspar Championship. It's the Innisbrook Resort, the Copperhead Course, par seventy one, uh, seventy three forty. So it's it's challenging. There's going to be some water and some trouble, no doubt about it. And uh, an oddity here is, obviously, we didn't have a, a 2020 uh, event here with COVID, but we did have a back-to-back champion with Paul Casey winning winning it in 2018 and 2019. So he's going for a three-peat, which should be interesting. Yeah, imagine. How could you say you said that with a straight face? How could you do that with Paul Casey, the guy who's been, you know, a very important figure for us in DFS recently? Imagine if we'd been doing shows back then before oh, that one week where he crushed us. Uh, we we may have uh, swept up all the all the winnings with Paul Casey. I'll tell you what, man. He's uh yeah, he is he is not a, a friend of DFS coach Chuck, let's put it that way. <laughs> what? Yeah, that <laughs> That should suffice. Exactly. But uh, well, uh, yeah, you, you want to give us some some stats? Get give us some of that wisdom that's going to help us uh, narrow down who we want to uh, narrow, you know, decide on for this uh, event. Yeah. Well, just following up on that initial description there of this course, it is tougher than a lot of courses. You don't see the scores that are quite as low, and you get some guys who are you know, strong tee to green like Casey. It's not about enormous length. It's a little bit more about uh, playing it smart, avoiding the trouble. Uh, We've got some, some more trees than you might see normally in Florida, dog legs, elevation changes. And so as Dustin Johnson said, leading into this week, he's happy with two under every day, you know, just Mm. give me a solid two under round right around 69, 70, and I'm happy. I, I know I'm going to be there in contention. So um, that's the overall mindset here. And the course layout is interesting because it is a par 71, but there are still four par fives and five par threes, four of which are long, 200 to 225 yards. Yikes. So that's one of the stats I looked at was par threes from 200 to 225 efficiency. 
And nice. if we start there, Coach, we're going to be talking about some value plays right away because interesting that uh, looking at the top 20 on this list for this calendar or this, this season, it's a lot of guys who are shorter hitters, uh, more value plays, Compared to the strokes, strokes gain T to green stat that I looked at, it's a lot more of the big names, the longer yeah. hitters, uh, higher ranked guys. So it's a, it's really a contrast there. But let's get into these par threes. Start out with some names that people aren't really going to focus on. But hey, the the secret of DFS golf, of course, is to get as many guys across the cut as you can. Push for five or six, and you've got to find at least one guy who's a little bit cheaper, especially on DraftKings where the pricing is tougher. So looking at this list, how about Tom Lewis is the highest wow. ranked guy on this list who's in the field. He's third, 6,900. He finished tied for eighth last week in the team event. Next, we have Sam Ryder, another cheap option who did have two top tens here recently. So he has mm-hmm. the potential to go low. Von Need him to make the Ryder Cup someday. Yeah, exactly. No, just, <laughs> He's got some work, work to do to get there. Yeah. Uh, Von Taylor is ultra wow. cheap, but he's missed four of his last five cuts. He did have a couple decent finishes at this event recently, so you need him to return to, to form. Pat Perez is a guy who never seems to get in the top 20 lately. He'll have you. Uh, he'll make a few cuts and finish top 40. But not my favorite guy on the, on the list because he just doesn't quite put four rounds together. Grace, yeah. Grayson Murray, another ultra-cheap guy, 6,100 on DraftKings. He did tie for third at Puerto Rico. Uh, so he's got potential, but very inconsistent, as a lot of these cheaper guys are. <coughs> Bless you. Me. The next guy on this list is much more of a household name and a guy that I'm, I'm pretty excited about this week. It's Keegan Bradley. He's 14th on this list. He's made six straight cuts. Yeah. Uh, nice mid-tier price. And um, he's going to come up in the in the next category as well. He's the only guy in the top 20 in, on both of these stats. So I like Keegan. Yes. A few more here. Michael Gligic, Gligic, another cheap guy. 6,300. He tied for fourth at Punta Cana. Michael Kim, uh, bare minimum price, but he's missed his last four cuts. So I don't think I'll go there. Wesley Bryan, 6,400. He has a, some decent course history here. Uh, finished tie for 25th at the RBC. And then last but not least, K.H. Lee, who's made his last couple of cuts. He's 6,800. So, I mean, the wow. theme there, Coach, is nothing but 6K guys other than Keegan Bradley. You, you know what that tells me is that really the par 3 scoring is is not really a big deal for the big big dogs. It's... You know, uh, birdie the par fours, eagle the par fives, and just survive on the par threes, you know? Exactly. And then the other thing is, these guys who are not the studs on tour, they know that they apparently have one strong skill comparatively. It's that, right. that length of shot on the par threes, and they know that this course is a great place for them to take advantage of it, so they show up this week and play. This may be the the most highlighted par three course that that they play on tour. I mean, we very seldom talk about the par threes. They're sort of a, you know, except for the couple of holes that are famous. But you know, to have a series of them on this uh, in this event, it's going to make it interesting, and it certainly allows you to to get some value. I, I really like some of the guys that you said. 
specifically, uh, I think you're really onto something with Keegan Bradley. He's he's been nosing around trying to get a, a real high finish recently too. So you know he's he's a good guy to to hone in on at a great price. Yeah, exactly. Yep, and you're right. I mean, it's not very often that you have a course with five par threes or right. with four long ones like this. So it is a yeah. little bit of a unique scenario. Yeah, and I'll tell you, there's a lot of the a lot of people struggle with those 200 plus par threes because you know it makes it so much harder to hit the greens and. It's amazing to me, though, but when you really watch these guys on most courses, it's driver and then like a nine iron or wedge or eight iron. That's what it's just over and over again. And it's if they can make the putts. But, you know, when you have 225 off the tee, whatever the case may be, it's a little bit different scenario for most of them. Yeah, absolutely. Mid iron. I like it. These guys are I'm looking forward to watching it. Yeah, these guys are used to hitting wedges all day long, so get out of yeah. four or five irons, a little bit of a different scenario. Yeah, although for some of those guys, 225, it's like a seven iron, but yeah. still. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly, depending on the wind. Yeah. So what, and so you also look, let's let's hit into, right, jump right into T to green. I okay, mean, that's yeah, always so, such an important stat. Yep, yeah, and now we get some guys that are much more household names, of course, yeah. JT and DJ. Uh, the top two on that list who are uh, playing this week. And then Victor Hovland is eighth. Uh, Corey wow. Connors Corey Connors is ninth. And Gee, so four of the top nine T to green happen to be four of the top six favorites to win the event. Exactly. How about that? Yep. Yeah. Then we get Keegan. He's 10th on that list. Wow. For strokes gained T to green this season. So it's all about the, the putter for him. And apparently... He's he's made improvements there and is feeling good about the putter. So there's Keegan at 10. And then rounding out the top 20, we have Russell Henley. We have Charlie Hoffman, who he probably has more uh, vacillation in his DFS price than most golfers. I mean, some weeks he's in the 6K range. This week he's 8,600 on DraftKings. Every now and then you'll get him even higher on a... uh, you know, a, a alternate event or event that's right. not as popular. So he he comes in at 8,600. Then we've got uh, Doug Gim, who we, we like to, to mix in uh, to our yeah. rosters to make the cut. He's only 7,300. And then... He's, he's not playing bad golf. I mean, yeah. He really isn't. And then John Huh. He's a bonus mention here because he's 21st in this okay. category. He's only 7,000 on DraftKings. And he has a couple good finishes here. Another really steady guy who's under the radar, but, you know, time after time, he's right around top 20, top 25. Uh, so that's that's plenty sufficient to build out a winning DFS lineup. Well, I'll tell you, you're going to be tempted at, on uh, to jump on our sponsor, one of our sponsors here, betus.com.pa, because Mr. John Huh is 150 to 1. How about that? Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's tough with some of these guys to bet them to actually win. Uh, I know. It can be but more profitable to look at the top 20s, top 30s, top 40s. How about this, though? Keegan Bradley, 70 to 1. That's got to get your interest. That's something that has my interest. That's Because he's won before. At. I mean, he's, he's, he's a, a U.S. Open champ, right? Uh, PGA. Or PGA. Yeah, okay. he won the PGA. And he won one of the majors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's been to the major international team events, uh, yeah. multiple time winner on tour. So that, yeah, there's a guy I'd feel better about, about placing a, uh, a, a to win ticket on. 
Right, right. And speaking of that, let's jump to the odds real quickly. I'll give you the the top ten because it's probably where you know everybody's going to have. I bet you two of these guys in their lineups. Justin Thomas is nine to one. Dustin Johnson, ten, and then you've got twenty to one. Patrick Reed, one of our favorites recently. Now fourth choice to win it at twenty to one is Corey Connors. He's really his game has turned around this season. Um, Paul Casey, the two-time defending champ, twenty-two to one, not bad. Uh, Victor Hovland, twenty-two to one. Oosthuizen coming off that drink shot, thirty to one, along with Abraham Answer and Soon J.M. and then Scotty Scheffler. They're all tied at thirty to one. And then Russell Henley's right with him at thirty to one. So he's getting a lot of respect on the on the stat sheet. Uh, you want to take a stab at? Let's see. Since I gave you most of those guys, they're already set. How about uh, if you catch two of the guys, fifteen to twenty, and you only get one miss? Whoa! Fifteen to twenty. Wow. Yes. That is a challenge. It's uh, not easy. They're not easy to 20. ones. All right. How about Kevin Na? Kevin Na's twenty-second at fifty-five to one. That's absurd. I know. That's a good price. I like Kevin Na this week. You know, he has a second-place finish here, tied for 12th at the Masters. Yeah. A couple He's other, had a good season. Yeah. I, I like him. And a great price, 8000 on DraftKings. Give me another guess. All right. Uh, 15 through 20. How about my man, Charlie Hoffman? Correct. 16th. Uh, he is 50 to 1, though. Nice price on him. Okay. How about your guy, your neck of the woods, Ryan Palmer? You got it, man. You win again. Right. 50 to 1 as well. Three guys at 50 to 1. He's 19th. So your other other guys in that group is Emiliano Grillo, Justin Rose, Bubba Watson, all the way down at 50 to 1, and uh, Cameron Tringale, another guy we've played a little bit. I sort of like the guy right below them at, at 55 to 1, Chris Kirk. Yep. Stinky play today or this week. Yep. He's made a resurgence lately. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's an interesting area to, to zero in on the uh, 16 through 20. By the way, Chris Kirk, two straight top tens. Because um, I just, I'm not quite feeling the double pay up this week. Okay. Um, I kind of like a more balanced build, um, you know, especially on DraftKings. You know, different different scenario on FanDuel, but uh, I just you know you don't have this incredible course history with JT, DJ, Hovland. So I am sorry, I keep sneezing. So I just the golf allergies. Yeah, so I just I, I know we mentioned a bunch of six K guys to consider this week, but I I just kind of like the build of maybe maybe one pay up guy and then more of a balanced build. Yeah, I, you know, I don't like the top of the, the you know, uh, pricing either this week. I just think the course uniqueness and what it takes to win at a course like this, I just don't think it's right in the wheelhouse of some of the big dudes, Thomas, Johnson, Reed, those guys. I almost like that next level even better. You know, the the dangerous guys always that are right around there, Ho uh, Hovland, uh, Oosthuizen, Answer, M., you know, those guys are a little bit more interesting to me. 
Yeah, I think Reed is the guy near the top that I'm considering the most. He has okay. a, a runner-up finish here twice, actually. Yeah. Uh, I like his recent form a little bit better than DJ, which is funny. You know, DJ, it feels like he's playing awful because he missed the cut at the Masters, and he was awful that week. But then yeah. he was tied for 13th at the RBC, and it was the most, the quietest, most ho-hum tied for 13th, you know, imaginable. He just seemed like he was kind of cruising along, and and that yeah. just shows you his brilliance that he can do that oh, yeah. without he the He just A-game. plays average, and he gets a top five. I mean, that's <laughs> I why he was my pick in the Masters. Yeah. But, you know, I'm still stinging from that one. But, uh, yeah, he's if he puts it together, he he's better, the best player. I mean, it's that simple. Right. So if if he if he finally does put it back together, then you know, he may win this by by 3 and yeah. we're going to be kicking ourselves, but I don't I don't think we need to to pay up there. I'd like to save no. a little bit and and go with some of the cheaper uh cheaper stars at the top. I agree. And there's no doubt Thomas and Johnson both will get tons of action because you know, a lot of the other big names aren't in here. So if if you know, if we can fade those two guys, and uh, still put together, you know, a, a high to medium uh, lineup. I think really could be contrarian enough to to take some stuff down. Absolutely. Hopefully, we're pulling that clip to replay. <laughs> let's let's maybe I'll I'll add in just a couple more guys to consider okay. in that mid tier. Uh, how about two former win- winners, Kevin Streelman and Gary yeah. Woodland? Yes, With good prices. Uh, you know, Streelman's been a little steadier recently than Woodland, who's been up and down, but he's been injured. Uh, he did tie for six at the Valero. Uh, and he's the kind of guy who I think will go under the radar a little bit because he's been so inconsistent. I mean, we were really hesitant to play him uh, yeah. six to eight weeks ago. But this could be, a, a, you know, a, a nice turning point for him, a place where he's won before. Yeah, and, and I'll give you two more winners that I'm considering you know, and I, I do love that psychology of, of, you know, winning on the course. I mean, even if they get a top five for you in DFS, that's going to be, you know, boxcars. But what about Adam Hadwin, who's not had a bad year at all? I mean, he's been, uh, you know, overdone by his Canadian uh, brethren there in, in Corey Connors. But Adam Hadwin's a, a good golfer. He, you know, he can get it done. And uh, also uh, Charles Schwartzel. I mean, talk about Ustase and Schwartzel losing that, uh, losing that event. He's a champion here too. So uh, sneaky guy that no one's talking about. Yeah, and I actually heard an interview with Schwartzel this week, and he talked about driving into this course. They have banners of all the former winners with his ah. with pictures on there, and he he talked about how that gave him a little boost, a little momentum, a little mojo. Heading into nice. the week, you know, returning to a course where he's won before and getting that extra warm welcome. So I, yeah. I think it is a, a, you know, a slight bump in in those guys' favor. Yeah, and he played well. Watching him in that, you know, event last week, he played terrific. I think he probably outplayed his partner a little bit actually. So, uh, yeah, it's there's some. I like the medium build strategy this week with a couple of those value plays you mentioned. I think you can come up with a. A team that you at least feel good about everybody making the cut, which is the key to DFS golf. You know, that not having to drag somebody across the line there uh, really helps for sure. Yeah, and if you're new to our program and you want to check out the lineups that we end up with, we build full FanDuel lineups 
and a DraftKings coaches clipboard with highlighted players and uh, pivot options. And you can get those as a member. We give those out Wednesday night. Uh, so feel free to join us at DFSCoachTalk.com. And if you grab a membership, you'll get access to all of our sports with whichever length of time you pick. Absolutely. And also wanted to mention another one of our sponsors, Monkey Knife Fight. You can sign up there as a, as a first-time user with the promo code COACHTALK. And they have a, a great bonus uh, set up for you. It's a, a fun props play uh, site uh, that a lot of people are enjoying. So shout out to them. And, of course, our partners at betus.com.pa. You can always sign up there as well. We have a promotion going right now where if you sign up for the first time with them and use the promo code COACHTALK, you get a free month of the entire month coming up of May for free with Coach Talk. And uh, you get to use that deposit money of 149 at BetUS uh, to bet maybe on some of these long shot golfers. Try to hit uh, box cars here. And uh, we'd love to have you. So outstanding. Any other golf uh, knowledge you want to rain upon us here? I think that covers it for now. I'm going to go finish out these lineups. Sounds good. And and uh, Wednesdays are our busy day here at Coach Talk. So Jump in if you uh, come aboard right now, if you're listening to this or checked out our basketball pod earlier, uh, just jump in DFSCoachTalk.com and you'll be in there tonight for all of our baseball lineups as Andrew explained what lineups we provide, all of our basketball lineups and our golf lineup uh, we give out this evening for the tee times tomorrow morning. So. That is it. Uh, we really enjoyed uh, spending this time with you. Hopefully I don't keep sneezing over here, see what the deal is with that. And, uh, and this uh, this should be a fun tournament. It, it is a beautiful course to watch with the water and, and trees and sand. And it's just a very scenic, uh, scenic course. So it should be fun to tune into that this week. So that is it, my friend. Uh, let's take down some golf stuff and uh, get this momentum working in, in the right direction. So thank you everyone for listening in and we will certainly catch you again next week as we look to crush it in DFS PGA.